Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 76 from our brand new home. We're finally here. Our new studio. That's right. Yes. Slash Mark's office. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I'll hear 1357 Monroe. No, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I, I was expecting to be impressed. Um, earlier this week, when we finally, when you finally allowed us in, yeah, Mark, after yeah, yeah. after so much time of saying no, 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 you cannot even look, no updates, just you're gonna see it from what it was to what it is now, and I am even more impressed than I thought I was gonna be. That, that, that's that's great. It's um, really it's it's really beautiful. It really is. It it really it's it's so comfortable. Oh my god, it is. Yes. Nobody nobody wants to. I mean, actually, this is how comfortable it is. I'm not sure if you saw this. You weren't around yesterday. Um, Three members of our um, executive support team are running around the office in slippers. <laughs> I have seen that. It's become oh, a trend. Seen this. Yes, I that, have seen the that, trend. That is how comfortable they are. So, I, um, office yeah. slippers. Yeah. I am pro. I'm 100% pro that. Um, but but as, as, as beautiful as it is, I mean, I have to give thanks. I mean, oh my God. I mean, Matt Willoughby and his team. Unbelievable. I mean, they, yeah. went from, they, they went from uh, demo to completion of a three-story structure in two months. That's crazy. Without a glitch. Andrew Walsh, our painter, like just a, a rock star. Um, Mike Romack, um, our property manager. Of course, Duffy and, um, and our good friend Peggy Growney, who um, effortlessly make everything beautiful. I mean, what D- Duffy's team. vision's unbelievable. Like, where does he get his inspiration for this stuff? I, it, it just, it literally just, it, it materializes out of thin air. I mean, it's... Man, there's a there's a few photos up on social, but um, we are still waiting for the the finishing touches. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. couple more things coming, and at that point, then we're gonna have a, a full you know MTV crib style tour. Oh yeah, for abso- everyone, abso- absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, good stuff. And uh, and just very excited to to start welcoming our clients here as well. I mean, it really is. Um, it's an awesome, awesome place. Yeah, yeah. So we we do look forward. If you want to, if you want a tour, yeah, honestly. We'll brew you a cup of coffee, and uh, yeah, come on over. We'll walk you through. Our espresso machine got in today, so if you want espresso, we got you covered there. There, there, there we go. Awesome. Yeah, and, and Yvonne, uh, who is a former manager of Starbucks. That's right. She, uh, yeah, she knows how to really uh, froth some milk. So, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's dive into our market update here. Uh, we we begin to see the dip again. We I was kind of surprised last week when we saw things go back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that also. But we're back down now. So last week it was four thirty nine for active single family listings in Monroe County. We're down to four sixteen now. Oh my um, god! Yeah. <laughs> and again, next week it's going to be even slower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And then after the new year, we'll probably see some pick up again. Oh my a god! A little bit. Um, I mean, we've got some stuff on the horizon. And here. How many? How many times have I called you in the past few? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's it a, doesn't feel slow. <laughs> no, 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 I will. I will tell you that you know, hiring the new COO and um, hiring the new social media coordinator, moving into this office, uh, recruiting a new a few new agents. I, I literally have not had a moment to think about Christmas. So tomorrow night, um, I'm going to a party, um, and I'm looking forward. To, like tomorrow night is the day. Like that's it. Finally, like, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm drinking a few gallons of eggnog. <laughs> oh, stop with the nog. Oh, I'm God. drinking a few gallons of eggnog just to catch up for lost time. Ugh. Oh, the nog. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Love it. Not, I, I love it. I mean, you could try the mayo nog recipe. Come on. You have not seen that? No, no. Hellman's um, oh, put, come on. put this out on social media. It went viral. 
There's a mayo not. It's actually a frozen mayo nog recipe. Um, I'm not gonna recommend right, I, it. I, I, sh- I share in your revolution <laughs> at this point in time. <laughs> Perfect. I, I mean, my God, you'd, you'd have to have. I think. An ambulance at the ready, right? I mean, that, that, yeah, that is artery clogging. It's, that's it's like that's nasty. Very gross. Yeah, very gross. gross. Yeah. Um, as far as the six county region goes, uh, seven ninety six. That was the number for last week. We're down to seven sixty eight. Okay. For this week, so we got to drop there. Um, the big news, obviously, from the economy standpoint, is we now know that it's official, as we expected. There was a half point increase um, from our dear dear friend Jerome Powell and the Jerry. Feds. Yeah, Jerry. J Po. Uh, which. Is a nice departure from the three-quarter percent uh, hikes that we've seen the previous four times. Yes, yeah. So that's yeah. good news. Well, in, in this all coming, first of all, we, sort of, we we knew that it was happening. We knew that it was going to play out in just this way. But it, it, it's, it's substantiated, and, and, and really it was solidified when the CPI was released last week. Yep. Um, and, you know, we've been... You know, I mean, neither of us are economists, but you know, we, we read enough, um, uh, enough journal articles. You know, you get enough opinions, and everybody has said over and over again that it was just a matter of time before inflation started to drop. Sure. And 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 exactly what people have been predicting. I mean, this stuff is fascinating. I mean, all of a sudden, interest rates dropped. I'm sorry, the rate of inflation dropped last month in November to 7.1%. So that I mean, was from 7, was it 7.7 before? Uh, 7.7, 7.8, something like that. Yeah. I mean, back in June and July, it was 9.1%. Yep. So yeah. since the middle of summer, inflation has come down two full percentage points. Which is huge. It, it, Massive. It, it, enormous, enormous. Now, we still have a long way to go. I mean, we mentioned uh, a few times the Fed's uh, target rate is 2%. Yes. Uh, so we still have a long way to go. Um, Janet Yellen the other day said that more likely than not, we will achieve that, but it'll be toward the end of next year. So yep. we're about a year away. Uh, but the good news is that moving forward, we're probably uh, no longer going to be seeing these three-quarter percent uh, uh, interest rate hikes um, uh, mandated by by the uh, uh, Federal Open Market Committee. Yeah, the, the, the forecast now, um, and, and they discussed it uh, in the, the meeting, is that they're probably going were, to... Were you there? Yeah, yeah, I was in the corner, okay. hanging out. Well, you know, Jerry gave me the invite, so... <laughs> um, they, uh, they said that the range is probably going to go up another three quarters of a percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, right now the range is 4.25 to 4.5. So we're yeah. probably going to sell around like 5, right. 5.25%. But that just means that they're going to probably hike it one more time, or maybe two smaller hikes, I, 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 and I, then sit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 actually, there are some people who are speculating that the, I think the, the Fed meets um, next in February. Okay. And yep. so there's some speculation that, this, that if this continues to go well, come February, it may be a, a, a quarter of a point interest rate hike, okay. followed by you know, a couple of more smaller. You know, but, but either way, everybody is saying that, you know, yes, you know, we're probably done with three-quarter percent interest rate hikes. Which is, again, huge. Yeah, huge. Um, you know, and, and it may, I, I'm hearing the same thing, three-quarter percent interest rate increase over the course of the next, I don't know, three, four months, something yep. like that. Um, obviously, with the expectation that there was going to be another interest rate hike that's going to affect mortgage interest rates. Yep. But still not terribly. Um, last week, when we recorded the podcast, it was 6.5%. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, today, it's 6.625%. Yeah. So, not bad. Again, you know, uh, it baked in. Uh, you know, a, a, a lot of that uh, half-point increase was baked in. Um, so, it's, it's really not bad. What's interesting, we talked about this... Oh, God, I think it was back in the summer, and I was predicting that there was going to be a dip in activity um, late summer and uh, 
through the fall and that more likely than not come January, buyers were going to say, well, yeah, I mean, the interest rates are five and a half percent. They're six, six and a half. It, 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 people begin to acclimate to their to the new norm, to their new reality. Yep. And we're starting to see buyers. I mean, I, I ran into uh, last night uh, Julie Forney, who is a member of the Richard Sarkis team. They wrote eight offers last week. Oh, wow. Eight offers. That's wild. You know, Aaron Duffy from the team, she just consummated the deal last night. She got it? Oh, y- awesome. y- Yeah, yeah. She was one of three offers written on something that I think was like $900,000 or something insane. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. So, um, so there is still activity, and I do think that people are... I, I, we, we we predicted, and I think it's just dumb luck. It's not you know it's not intelligence. It's no, it, it's just it's just dumb luck that you know what I think this is probably going to play out exactly as we were forecasting, which is after the first of the year, this thing's going to blow wide open. Yeah. So, so if you're looking to buy, try to sneak in. Yeah. Before yeah. the competition yeah. gets yeah. crazy again. I mean, the property that Aaron wrote on only three mm-hmm. offers on that one. Come springtime, yeah, mm, ten yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna yeah. be crazier. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see again how the interest rates affect sellers. Do you know the percentage of households with a mortgage uh, below 4%? Oh, my God. The percentage? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's large. I, I was going to say probably 90%. Se- 70%. Oh, okay. It's not nearly home. as large as I yeah. would have thought. So okay. 70%, which is kind of surprising that people didn't refinance during the time when there was 3%. I know we did. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's actually, okay. I mean, it's still a large number, but not nearly sure. as bad as I would have thought. So that's going to be the battle to try to get sellers to give that up. Right. But when it comes down to, you know what I've noticed, what's been kind of interesting? I've seen a lot of estate sales recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a handful of buyers who are still active right now. And the majority of stuff they're sending me that they're interested in, a lot of estate sales. And it comes back to the necessity. Right. Um, and, and what I've been getting, and, it, and I mean this with enormous sincerity, I have in the past week... Um, talked to three different sellers, all of whom are selling property as a result of divorce. Oh, yeah. And that's, well, I mean, that, that's that's sad and tragic in and of itself. Time of the year. Yeah. yeah, you couple it with the fact that it's happening, you know, like two weeks, 10 days before Christmas. Oh, that's man. that's very, very sad. But it, do, it, it you, you did touch on, and it underscores exactly what we were saying. Um, this is a market that is populated by those who have to sell. Uh, a mandated relocation, divorce, um, uh, financial insolvency, um, illness, death. Yeah. Um, let's look at some different kind of projections let's for 2020. Let's look at something happy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to bring this back up. Um, let's look at some of the, the home and designs to watch for 2023. We can go through some of this. this I, lo- I love this kind of thing. This was from uh, NAR.realtor. Um, NAR, for those who don't know, National Association mm-hmm. of Realtors. And... The, the big thing, and it's kind of, it was funny when I read this because it reminded me of our new Really? What, what, what did you read? Um, well, sustainable design, warm, cozy spaces are on the rise in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's exactly, um, can I riff on that for a moment? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, of course. It, yeah, because I, I don't want to prejudice, <clears throat> um, I, I don't want to then respond to what it is that's in this article. When we were designing the space, th- th- there is... There was this enormous need two and a half years ago, almost three, can you believe it? Almost three years ago at this point in time. Um, there was an enormous need for people to stay at home. Um, and we did everything that we could to make sure that our team and their families were safe, um, just like everybody. Um, 
And then we began working uh, remotely, and that segued into and morphed into a hybrid manner of work. Um, well, I mean, I had a hard time. It wasn't working for me. Yeah. It re- it really, the disconnection, know, the, yeah. The, the, the disconnect, you know, starting January of this year and moving through um, early fall, it was very, very, I was having a very difficult time. And in retrospect, I think that members of our team were, on the one hand, wanting to remain home. For the convenience. For the convenience. Understandable. But they began to realize, and it's been underscored over the course of the past few weeks, that indeed they did need to start coming to the office more often and more frequently. Um, well, if they're going to be coming into the more office more frequently, leaving the kids behind and the opportunity to throw in a load of laundry at noon, um, you better have a nice, warm, comfortable yep. space for them to come to. Yep, check. Is, is that is that 100%? Okay. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a good segue into the first thing that is going to be a, uh, a trend to watch, and that is home office updates. Oh, wait. So I thought we already went through the first update or the, the first trend. Oh, there's a bunch. Um, well, th- th- that was kind of an overall arching. Thing. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. So, so all right. Kind Got of it. encapsulates all the things we're going to talk about. Okay, because I was going to ask you to like edit out what it is that I just said. If I were like, yeah, <laughs> not, n- not related. We're leaving okay. it all in. Got it. So, so, so in, in home offices. Um. So yes. Yeah, so home office updates specifically. Okay. Given what you just talked about, mm-hmm. that again, I think a hybrid model is probably the most popular right now for for yeah, most businesses. Yeah, yeah. Um. That has obviously led to people needing to update their office space in their own homes. Yep. Um, and then there certainly are people that, again, we've talked about this before. You know, I'm, I know off the top of my head a handful where their offices have said, we're going full remote. Like, that's it. Yeah, you said your brother-in-law is going through that. Yeah. Yeah, his wife. <clears throat> um, so they say that open, partially open and glass-walled spaces are seen in houses as well as multifamily buildings. That's a trend to keep a, a, mm. a look for. Um, and that is going to, you know, larger offices are going to become more of a trend. Having a window and a nice view, like yep. yeah. Back in the day, the office was the place you threw junk, right? For the most part, right. for a lot of at people, home, yes. yeah, yeah. And if it was, I mean, it was basically like a glorified closet. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing that up to speed is is a big thing to take a to, to be taking an eye out for. Yeah, um, you know, painting it out, I would imagine, you know, co- colors. I mean, you know, my office, you know, I've, I've got to get rid of the sofa in there. I mean, yeah. I've got a great office at home, a really great office. I told you that story about um, the, the the inception of that office. I don't think. Oh yes, uh, the, the, wasn't it over the pandemic? Um, yeah, because you like, were spending too much time bugging Duffy, so Duffy decided to build you an office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He he needed me to to move um, uh, the the the, uh, the office uh, from the dining room table to the third floor of the house, and it turned out beautifully. It turned out great, but I do yeah. need to get rid of that sofa. So, okay, there you go. Um, again, sustainability is going to be one uh, that we're going to be looking at. So there's a couple of those coming through, but this one's interesting, mm-hmm. and I've only I'm trying to think. I've only seen this in maybe one property that I've walked through so far. Um, induction cooking is on the rise. So it's, it, it's, it's like the, the Manhattan or like the, the Martini. Every once in a while, like Esquire Magazine, the rebirth of the Manhattan. Yeah. Um, because induction stoves... It used to be a thing, and now it's coming back? It, 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 yeah, they, they come, they go, they come, they go. So, yeah, um, so they're coming back, huh? They say water boils faster, food cooks quicker, homeowners have more control over the heat level calibration. But, but don't you also have to like buy like a completely new set of cookware? Um, so they said in that that people are discovering that what they already have a lot of the time can handle it. Okay. Okay. Already. All right. Um, but yes, you want to make sure that it definitely yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. is, is specific to that. And then they say additionally, uh, the, the smooth surface is easier to clean, which the cleanup is Okay. Well, there easier. you go. Um, eco-friendly design is going to be big. Okay. Um, solar panels, energy efficiency, 
windows, you know, stronger builds that are, are better resistant to severe weather. We're going to get more on that coming up here in a little bit where it, that gets taken to kind of like a scary level, but hang on for that. Um, cozier comforts are one. Uh, again, we kind of touched on that a bit here with with what we talked about here um, Are they repeating themselves? Earlier. Well, again, that was the overarching. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cozier. Okay. Um, so we touched on that. More, uh, you're going to love this. Uh, more natural, personalized interiors and colors. Okay. We talked recently about the trend of everything's oh, white yes. and gray. And yes. even, even coming up in the what's not so hot moving forward here, gray paint is on the list. You're going to, again, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah hate it. Hate it. So like a nice, like in this room, like a nice beige. Right. Kind right. of more earth type, type tones are going to become more prevalent as well. Again. Um, this is interesting. Do you know anything about Decton and Neolith surfaces? Decton? Yeah. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. D-E-K-T-O-N? Yep. And so they say every few years, a new countertop surface takes center stage as the best in terms of durability, sustainability, color, or novelty. This is the latest. It's surface um, has a... It looks a lot like marble. Okay. Um, but it just it, there's no scratching. You can't burn it. You can't stain it. Um, you can't etch into it. It's just a stronger material. Yeah. But again, it resembles marble and other high-end surfaces okay. that are resistant to fading as well. Is, is it less expensive then? I assume it's probably I'm more. Let, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's probably Otherwise, more. just buy granite or some kind of stone. That's a great... Segue into the next one, affordable design choices. Oh, I don't know anything about I mean, like, My partner's name is Duffy Palmer. What do you mean? The granite in our kitchen on the third floor looks We literally amazing. have granite in the kitchen of the third floor of our office. Yeah, it's Which it's Mark discovered at a meeting a few weeks ago. What? We, ha- we have granite? Oh, oh, we've got granite. Okay. <laughs> um, but this is interesting, and this is, is, is kind of backing something that I stated a few podcasts back about builders. And how they're moving away from customization. Oh, right. They for affordability. Yes, yeah. So they say builders are displaying pre-designed packages for cabinetry, countertops, appliances, mm-hmm. and flooring yep. to keep costs down. And then this is interesting, too. I found this really interesting. Cutting down in square footage to actually make things smaller. Th- that, that does not surprise me at all. Which um, is probably time, right? Because it's been, I mean, we're America, so it's like bigger, bigger, everything's bigger. Right. Um, and, and cutting back on that. Yeah, I, I think that this is more and more, especially as we, um, uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of this with older clients. They don't need the five-bedroom uh, mega mansion out in, uh, out in Pittsburgh. They, they are increasingly looking for smaller, you know, let's get rid of 2,000 square feet, two of us, 3,000 square feet, and, and let's just go ahead and make sure that every surface, every material is awesome. Just great. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, th- th- that's very common. We'll go through a, quickly just a couple more that they listed here. Zero emissions, again, that's going to be a big thing. Okay. Um, and multifamily is moving to, uh, to EV, fewer additional amenities. Um, this one is kind of interesting. Uh, walkable, affordable boomer living. Okay. So they say that more efforts are underway to create more options for, mm-hmm. um, for boomers. Um, one example is developer David Fox's passive house building in Northampton, Mass., to be completed in 2024. It will eliminate 80% of typical energy needs to heat and cool and be built with sustainable mass timber construction, Wow! solar panels, wow. a community garden, and a bicycle shed. Um, the building's 70 apartments will average 1,200 square feet, share a gym, lounge, and roof area, and exercise, and, uh, and will limit rent increases as well. Nice. Nice. This is where it gets scary. <laughs> okay. One of the trends... Fire-resistant modules. Now, not for us. They say on the East Coast, 
building structures to withstand oh, category I five. I misunderstood what you're. Yeah. So you're you're not talking like fire resistant, like let's build a single family house that is fire resistant in case there's a fire that starts in the basement. No, you're talking wildfires. Like wildfires. Yeah. Isn't that kind of terrifying? Yeah. I mean, that's that's where the world is headed. Yeah. I mean, so on the East Coast, building structures uh, need to withstand, you know, Category 5 hurricanes. Obviously not for us, but down south. Um, floods are, are as well. You need to be able to, to withstand that. But on the West Coast, um, there's a San Diego-based modular builder developed called focuses on manufacturing fire-resistant steel modular homes. My God. The company started with 500-square-foot uh, homes constructed from a single module design and now offers 4,000-foot homes as well mm. from seven-module designs. Um, it's kind of scary, but it's something that needs to and, and, be thought and, and about. Increasingly. Yep, and we've seen absolutely. how many times on the news have we looked up and said, oh, my God, another wildfire out yeah, west. Right, right. Neighborhoods are just getting ripped apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the apocalypse is coming, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would... Be surprised if we didn't see more and more of this. Yeah, and again, I, I, we've talked about this before, but um, seeing some more migration to the Northeast is probably going to be in the future here as well from a climate change standpoint and then certainly from yep. these yep. sorts of yep. things. All right. How about what's not hot? Just a few things. Okay. Um, <laughs> mauve. <laughs> there, there, was, there was last week's topic. The color of the year was... Yeah. 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 Um, was it mauve? Was it fuchsia? What was it? It was uh, something magenta. Oh, magenta. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A variation. Yeah. It looked like I drank a very brightly colored liqueur and then had one too many. Oh, yeah. nasty. Man. Yeah. Um, what's not a high pile carpet? So they say white, soft, shaggy carpet can make a statement. Okay. But obviously difficult you know, to yeah, keep Yeah, it clean. does make a statement until you drop a glass of red wine <laughs> right. on it. Then yeah. it really makes yeah, a statement. Unless you've got like a three-year-old son or your daughter at home. Yeah. 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 Uh, gray cabinets are out. Okay. Get, get out of your gray cabinets. Yep. yep. Every flip, uh, every flipper, please take note. <laughs> right. I right. mean, every place yeah. has the same yep. look to it. Um, this one's interesting. Standard subway tiles. I, I'm going to disagree with that. Well, hang on. So they don't say that subway tiles in general. They say that the, the standards the, are the smaller ones. They, want, they prefer larger 4x10 or 4x16 inch tiles that okay. run vertically. Okay. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. Only because that's what was used in the construction of the subway system in Manhattan. The larger the tile? Late, yeah, back, back in the late 1800s. And it's, it was then incorporated into bathrooms throughout America. Do you know just, how that transition took place? They just had like a bunch of extra material and someone just thought, oh, I'll do it. It was durable and it was, it was yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how the transition, but it makes sense. Yeah. Durable, you know, mass produced, and less... <laughs> So when we bought our house, we've been in our house now for 24 years. So we got an old property built in 1901. Bathroom needed to be renovated. Sure. We get subway tile. Well, we were working with the designer because at that point in time, Duffy just, oh, he was working. He didn't have the time. Okay. So we were working with a designer. He couldn't spend five hours every single day for two months. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> we get this bill for this subway tile. I'm like, What? Is this cost? This is outrageous. It was like eight thousand dollars for subway tile, and he says, "Well, but the, these are handmade." I was like, "I don't care." What? <laughs> right, like, yeah. like the, the subway tiles are mass produced. Yeah. To like, yeah, yeah. So we spent eight thousand dollars on something that should have oh. probably cost us like seven hundred fifty dollars or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, and then the last one of what's not so hot: open shelving. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm say most uh, struggle with clutter. Yeah. And that doesn't really help to keep that down. Right, unless you're Martha Stewart and you've got like, you know, two dozen minions, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, a couple uh, celebrity real estate tidbits to, uh, to share with you. Uh, music industry icon Clive Davis mm-hmm. is selling his Tribeca pad for $5 million. Oh, there we go. Yep. Um, that's the same price that the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer paid last year for the three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath home in, his, uh, in a landmark Tribeca building. Mm. So just trying to kind of, uh, I guess, get even here with that. And then this one, and we've talked about them a lot, and I, I do want to take this time to, to, I guess, touch on really quick. Did you see the, the story of Ellen DeGeneres, um, the DJ that Twitch. was on Twitch on her show? Very, yeah, yeah. So incredibly sad. I, and my understanding, he killed himself? Yeah. 40, 40 years old, everything going for him, and... Kids? Three kids. He had yeah. a 14-year-old, oh, a 6-year-old, and a 2-year-old. So yeah, he left his home um, on Monday. He checked into a hotel just for mm. one night. Mm. He had a small bag with him. Oh. Um, the staff said that they saw no signs of distress or him being upset or anything. And then when they, he missed his checkout on Tuesday, they went in, and he was in the bathroom. That's awful. It's horrific. Yeah. Um, and certainly a reminder that... Sometimes what's happening on the surface isn't always necessarily what's happening below. Right. So um, true. So check it on your people. Yeah. Um, so I, Ellen, I know, saw uh, put a post out saying how heartbroken she is and how she sure. saw him as family. Sure. Do you, did you ever see him on TV? I mean, no, again, no, one no. of these like larger-than-life kind of personalities and just lights up a room. I, I only know of his reputation yeah. and the joy that he brought. I mean, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. You see a lot of people like that. Where it's surprising. Like, I don't think people would have guessed that this would happen, you know, in his life. So, um, but back to what we know about Ellen and Portia. Maybe the greatest flippers in history. They, they, they are, yeah, man. Did you see the latest? Yeah. <laughs> they have they've become the highest spending Santa Barbara homeowners in history by dropping $70 million on a bluffside compound. Mark's just staring blankly. Oh my god! Wow. Yep, the veteran real estate flippers paid almost seventy million to buy side-by-side plots of land with majestic seaside views, according to State Line Santa Barbara. It's the largest residential deal to ever happen in that area, giving them a total of ten acres. Um, the first parcel wow. cost them forty-one point seven million. Wow. Includes uh, over nine thousand square foot home with five bedrooms and eight bed- uh, five bedrooms and eight bathrooms. The second lot set them back another twenty-eight point two million, which has a lake. And lots of greenery on it. I, I, I am very serious when I ask this question. I don't... She had a very, very, very successful career, obviously. Enormous, mm-hmm. monumental. And was making just, you know, she was just printing Gobs money. Gobs of money, yeah. Gobs of money. Um, wh- at what point in time do you say, I don't need to buy a house, renovate it, and flip it, and make more money? I've got enough. And, 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 and yeah. I, I have to question whether or not she was doing this... For financial gain, or if it was something that she found enjoyable, I think it's a, like I think there's got to. I mean, with how much they do it, there's got to be a level of enjoyment. And now she's not doing the TV show, the daytime yeah, was, show. Yeah, yeah. When, when everybody found what a, what a yeah. unkind uh, woman. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's so, mean. So she, if anything, I think it's probably going to be amped up. She has less on her plate. Well, well, there we go. So yeah. there you go. Seventy million to go mm. hang out. Yeah, wild. Um, Mark. Um, do you want to touch on... Oh, before we get to the best thing in Rochester. Yeah. What, I wanted to see how your igloo experience was at the Rock Holiday Village. I had a blast. You did awesome. I had such a great time. So, uh... Was there the, eggnog? Uh, there, there was no eggnog being offered. Um, but, but there was this... So, once a month, the executive team and I, we go out for, you know, to socialize. We, you know, we, we enjoy each other's company a lot. 
Um, so uh, we went to the uh, igloo last night. Um, I didn't know what to expect. We had, Wait, you've never been in an igloo before? <laughs> I've never been in the plastic igloo before. No. <laughs> um, I, we had a great time. And do you know why we had a great time? Well, first of all, we enjoyed each other's company. Sure, yeah. Um, Joyful Joey, the uh, yeah, our, our, our server. I oh, didn't know okay. we were going to have a server. Yeah. This guy was probably the most charming human being I have ever met in my entire life. Wow. I, I mean, he, this guy was just such a good guy. He's, uh, his wife is pregnant with twins. Um, he's just finishing up his master's. Um, I, I told him, I said, dude, like, you got to come, like, you got to sell real estate. <laughs> I, I, I told him, and, and everybody agreed, like, you know, everybody was trying to convince him because his personality was so larger than life. 200, uh, and I said, you, I, I can guarantee you, you will be making $250,000 a year within three to five years. No two ways about it. He said, you know, that's really, really nice. That's so, that's so, uh, thank you so much. That's so flattering. He wants to be a school counselor oh, okay. for kindergarten and fifth graders. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet. We, uh, look, the, 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 we had the best time with this guy. Yeah. Joyful yeah, Joey. Joyful Joey. I think that's what his name was. Something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out like, to Joyful Joey. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 I'm sure he's not listening, but man, you were great, bud. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. All, All right. right. So your best, your favorite? I think we're... Are, are we going to share the same one this week? Oh, I, I just shared I just shared mine. Oh, that? that? Okay. Because that was, that was just great. The yeah. place we're sitting in is my favorite. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it really is. It's it's really nice. Um, shout out again to the vision and the eye of, of Duffy. So again, you're gonna get see more of this. We'll have video done once we're you know fully finished here. But the room that the agents share, I mean, it truly is it's a very cozy, warm, like almost like like library kind of feel to it. And that's and do you know that that's what he was going after? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Nailed it. Absolutely so, so things like New York, um, you know, New York Public Library or something like that. Yeah, yeah, really great. Um, so it's fantastic stuff. All right, anything else, Mark? Uh, let's see. What's the date today? Today's the twenty. The, today's uh, the fifteenth. The fifteenth. <laughs> today's the fifteenth. Okay. You're really out of. You're really out of it. So, so we'll, we'll record next week, and then we can yep. wish everybody a Merry Christmas next week. Okay, perfect. But, but we can say that between now and then, drink lots of eggnog and enjoy. Ugh. Enjoy. And enjoy the next week. It's Ugh, a great time. The nog. All right. Um, thank you for listening. It's Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran. <laughs>